Chapter 15 of Neddy and Becky's Tab Tale. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Maria Abrenica, World Audiobooks Podcast. Neddy and Becky's Tab Tale by Howard R. Garris. Chapter 15 Neddy's Jug on Uncle Wigwag. What is the matter? Why are you laughing so much? asked Aunt Fifi, the fat old lady bear of Uncle Wigwag, the comical old bear gentleman, one morning at the breakfast table. Oh ho, ha ha, a tee hee, ho ho. I just can't help it, said Uncle Wigwag, giggling, so that he spilled some honey on the tablecloth. And Mrs. Tugtail, the mama bear, said, Oh, there you go again. Excuse me, spoke Uncle Wigwag. And then he laughed some more, and some milk he was drinking went down his Sunday throat. And as the day happened to be Thursday, it was altogether wrong, you see. And Uncle Wigwag choked and sniffed and snuffled and laughed all at the same time. Well, I do declare, exclaimed Aunt Fifi, as she patted Uncle Wigwag on the back so he wouldn't lose his breath. And he didn't. I'm glad to say, but Aunt Fifi accidentally pounded him so hard but she lost part of her own breath. And when she talked next time, she had to go like this. I never. So you behaved so at the table before, Waggy. In all my life, never. What is the matter, Maggie? You see, she called Uncle Wigwag by the name of Waggy for short. Oh, said Uncle Wigwag, when finally he could talk. I just thought of something I did. It made me laugh. Mr. Whitewash, the polar bear gentleman, looked at Uncle Wigwag quite severely, but he said nothing and only went on eating his breakfast. I think I know what made Uncle Wigwag laugh, said Becky Stabtail, the little girl bear, to Neddy, her brother, some time later. What? he asked as he looked for his books to take to school. What was it, Becky? He's thinking of a joke to play, said Becky. I believe you're right, went on Nettie. Oh, Becky, and I just thought of something too. What is it? She asked as she looked to see if her doll, Sarah Janet Picofetto, was nicely covered up in the puppy's dog's basket so she wouldn't get cold while Becky was at school. Well, just play a trick on Uncle Wigwag, went on Nettie. He plays so many on us that it's about time we played one on him. Oh, yes, let's do it, cried Becky lapping her little paws. But it won't be a mean or an unkind trick. Will it, Neddy? For Uncle Wigwag is very good to us and give us lollipops even if he does play a joke on us now and then. Oh no, it won't be a bad trick, said Neddy, laughing. Only a funny one. So the two little bear children went on to school talking on the way of the joke they would play on Uncle Wigwag. In fact, Neddy was thinking so much about this that he did not pay enough attention to his lessons. And when the teacher asked him, why does a cow eat grass? Neddy answered, because it's a joke. You see, he was thinking of the one he and Becky were going to play, but the teacher didn't know that. So she made Neddy go down to the foot of the class for not answering correctly. Well, when school was out, Neddy and Becky hurried off by themselves to play the joke on Uncle Wigwood. Have you thought of what to do yet? 
asked Betty. Yes, said Nettie. You know, it was cold last night, and the little puddle of water near our cave house is frozen over. It's as slippery as glass. Now we'll cover the puddle over with some sawdust so you can't see the ice. Then we'll make believe write a letter to Uncle Yigwag and we'll put it on the top of the sawdust in the middle of the frozen puddle. He'll run out to get the letter when we tell him there is one for him and he'll slip on the ice and go down. Koban! Oh, but won't he get hurt? asked Becky, anxious like. No, for his fur is so thick now that he won't feel the fall, said Nettie. Come on, we'll play the joke on him. So the two little bear children got some sawdust, and when no one was looking, they sprinkled it on the ice so the slippery stuff could not be seen. Then they made believe write a letter to Uncle Wigwag and putting it in a large envelope with his name on the outside. They put this right in the middle of the frozen puddle, closing it so they themselves would not have to walk on the ice and maybe fall down. Now we'll hide behind this tree, said Nettie and watch Uncle Wigwag to fall down. They had left word with Mr. Whitewash, the polar bear, to tell Uncle Wigwag as soon as he came in that there was a letter for him on the sawdust. Mr. Whitewash, not knowing anything of the joke Neddy was playing, said he would tell Uncle Wigwag of the letter. Well, after a while, when Neddy and Becky had been hiding behind the tree for some time, out came Uncle Wigwag. Now watch, whispered Neddy. See him tumble when he gets on the ice. But instead of going over and picking up the letter, Uncle Wigwag put a box down on the ground near the path by which Neddy and Becky went to school. And then the old gentleman bear himself went and hid behind a tree. Oh, what do you know about that? whispered Neddy. He is playing a joke on us, just as I said he would. There's nothing in the box but a piece of brick or maybe a lot of stones. Uncle Wigwag expects we'll pick it up, thinking it's candy. And when we open it, he'll cry, April Fool, even if he sent the mom to play those jokes. I believe that's what he is doing, said Becky, laughing. Well, we'll just not be fooled, went on Nettie. We'll leave the make-believe box of candy alone and wait until we see Uncle Wigwag go out on the ice after his letter and fall down. So the two little bear children, laughing to themselves at the joke they were playing on their fun-loving uncle, waited behind the tree. Uncle Wigwag waited behind his tree, too. Pretty soon, along came Tommy Cat, the kitten boy. He saw the white box on the path and cried. Oh, Joy, I guess this is something good. Watch him get fooled, whispered Neddy. But lo and behold! Tommy opened the box and there it was filled with nicest kind of candy. There wasn't a stone or brick in it. Oh, yum, yum, cried Tommy as he ate the sweet stuff. Oh, dear, cried Becky. It was candy, after all. What kind of a joke do you call that? I, I don't know, answered Neddy, rubbing his nose with his paw. I guess Uncle Wigwag played a different one this time. Then we ought to play a mean joke on him. As long as he played such a nice candy joke on us, said the little bear girl. I guess you're right, agreed Nettie. Well, tell him not to go get that letter. But before they could do this, Tommy Cat saw the white envelope out on the sawdust-covered ice puddle. Oh, joy, he cried again. Maybe that's more candy. 
and before either Becky or Nettie could call to him, Mumi rushed out to get the make-believe letter. Then as soon as he got on the ice, which he couldn't see because of the sawdust on top, down he went kerbunkle, his feet sliding out from under him and the candy scattering all over. Oh dear, cried Tommy Cat. I'm all sawdust and the nice candy. Oh dear, it's all lost. Nettie and Becky rushed out from behind their tree. We didn't mean that you should fall, Tommy, said Nettie, as he helped the little kitten boy to stand up. That was for a joke on Uncle Wigwood. Well, I don't call it a very nice joke, said Tommy, rubbing his nose, but anyhow, I did find some candy. Help me pick it up. I guess that was for us, said Becky. It was one of Uncle Wigwood's jokes. As the bear children and the kitten boy were picking up the scattered swift stuff, out came Uncle Wigwood from behind his tree. Ha-ha! he cried to Nettie. I guess I fooled you after all, didn't I? And so you were going to fool me too, eh? But Tommy got my joke instead. Oh dear! And he laughed so hard that he got the hiccups. And Aunt Fifi had to rush out of the cave house to pat him on the back. And then, all of a sudden, the bad bear, in whose nose Becky had stuck the needle when she was making her doll's dress, came rushing up, growling and wanting to bite someone. But Nettie Stubtail, brave little chap that he was, threw a hard lollipop at the bad bear, hitting him on his sore nose, making him cry, Wow! and run away off in the woods where he belonged. Then the rest of the candy was picked up and Becky and Nettie said they were sorry they had tried to play the ice trick on Uncle Wigwood, and everything was all right. And on the next page, if the penholder doesn't let the ink bottle fall out of the window and make a black mark on the sidewalk, I'll tell you about Mr. Whitewash and the stove pipe. End of chapter 15, recording by Maria Brenica, World Audiobooks Podcast.